0: The beauty of of cuisine is that our kitchen goes beyond all of these religious differences. And yet, maybe this time again, it forced people to think about not only the physical violent occupation, but all the layers of this system that has been put in place. And, And notably one of them that we did discuss a lot in the episode which you'll you'll be hearing, uh, which is culinary appropriation and cultural appropriation. To make it as simple as possible, and that I am no politician, what happened in 1948 was the dispossession of the people, not only of their lands, of their properties, but also of their culture, of their kitchen, of all facets of their life. And since then, There's been a general consensus of questioning whose story is true. For me, there's no true story. There's a reality. And the reality is we could all live together as long as justice is present. And what does justice mean? I've been thinking a lot about this justice in the last 15 days and I have no answer. What is justice to the mother who lost her children in Gaza? What is justice to the child who's lost all of her family in Gaza? It's not reconstruction. It's not pumping international aid money into Gaza. It's not going on in the silence of finding a real solution. And I don't think it's another international peace conference that's gonna get us any closer to this. What would get us closer is maybe to start dealing with every single detail of the past 73 years. And healing, and healing for me as a chef, is already to see that our kitchen is given its right place. It's seeing that people are becoming honest, just as they were very honest when they separated into people that are pro-Israeli and pro-Palestinian. Actually, I don't want people to be pro-Palestinian or pro-Israeli. I want people to be pro-justice, pro-right. And with the kitchen, it's the same thing. When you use frika, wherever you are, say it's Palestinian. When you use leban jameed, say it's Palestinian. When you cook hummus, don't do beetroot hummus. You know, respect the kitchen, because maybe the, the concept that, that disturbs me when often people say, oh, but eating around a table will make peace. I don't think so, because if one is the aggressor and the other is the aggressed, food's not going to heal people. But at least justice towards what our culinary differences are, what our culinary rights are, is, is something that is essential. And that's not only valid for Palestine. It's valid for all of the world. If you're indigenous in the south of the United States, maize is yours, regardless of whatever anybody else is gonna be telling you. But having it acknowledged makes a difference. And with our kitchens, I think that's a necessary instant that has to happen. I know having this episode about food uh, may appear to some futile in the reality of what happened in the last few weeks. And I have no claim to be a freedom fighter. (laughs) Uh, But I think every part of Palestinian life has to go on. And for the ones that are listening that are not in Palestine, people are still going on with their lives in Gaza, in Jerusalem, in Bethlehem, in Haifa, lives go on, it doesn't mean we forget, it doesn't mean we belittle what happened to our people in the last few weeks, but it means that we're still resilient. The day you stop hearing about Palestinian food and Palestinian music and Palestinian art and Palestinian literature is the day we would have given up. This is season two of Instant Coffee, your quick fix of everything Middle East. We're very excited to be back, and this time around we're exploring our favourite topic, food. Nadine and I could spend hours talking about shawarma and knefe, but we decided to spare you all, and instead we are taking the opportunity to go beyond the plate. We want to understand how the complexities of food, farming and cuisine in the region are shaping people's writing, thinking, cooking and organising. We'll be speaking with inspiring individuals who are grappling with culinary appropriation, Access to food and food sovereignty, reconnecting with food in the diaspora, archiving and translating the region's recipes, and more. We're kicking off this season with an interview with Chef Fadi Khatan, the voice of modern Palestinian cuisine. To hear the rest of our conversation with Fadi and to get access to all past and future instant coffee episodes, please follow our new channel. Just search for Instant Coffee and subscribe on Apple Podcast, Spotify, or whatever you get your podcast. We have a brilliant lineup of guests and we'll be releasing a new episode every other Tuesday. So don't forget to subscribe to our new channel to make sure you don't miss them. We also have a brand new Instagram account where you can see illustrations for each episode of our show by the talented Rawan Teisa. Thank you for your constant support and we look forward to more Instant Coffee chats.